Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Answers. This is your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and I am absolutely thrilled to have Kelly White with us here tonight. She so graciously said she'd join us. It's her first time joining us, and I hope she'll come back again because she is just absolutely delightful and talented. Wait till you get to hear her talking. Before I quite introduce her, bless your hearts. I know that last week I said that I had just broken my arm. And it turns out that I had squashed and splintered all of my bones in my arm and my hand. I now have a titanic arm and hand and whatnot, thanks to the great surgeons that are out there. And so when you're getting readings from me and you get your recordings and everything, I am writing with my left hand. So when it looks like a kindergartner wrote you a thank you note, just know that I'm doing the best I can. And I certainly appreciate everybody's well wishes know that if I don't write back much, it's because I'm only having to type with one finger on my left hand. So please bear with me. But the doctors did an incredible job. I now will have a bionic arm, and we'll just see how it works once it finally gets out of the cast. So I just want to say thank you to everybody that's asked questions and well wishes because I'm not getting back to everybody simply because I'm so slow with my left hand. So let me tell you about Kelly White. She's a licensed psychotherapist and a spiritual medium. She literally works with celebrities, corporate executives, entrepreneurs, politicians, as well as individuals, couples, and families in her Beverly Hills, California office. Now, her specialties involve her work with trauma, loss, grief counseling, changes in transitions, and fear of death. Now, isn't that exactly everything that we're all going through right now with this COVID and everything else? I thought, oh my gosh, we could not have a more perfect guest on right now. Okay? And then a major goal of Kelly's therapy is to heal the soul, which may include receiving a message from a loved one who has passed on to the other side. Also, Kelly works with individuals and groups to further enhance the growth of their soul. Now, an hour with Kelly might well be the most exciting, informative healing hour of your life. She's a native of Los Angeles, and she's climbed the corporate ladder as a senior executive. The universe intervened in 2000 when Kelly suffered a traumatic brain injury that changed her life forever. Completely confused and not comprehending what was happening, Kelly found herself seeing and talking to what we would consider dead people. Understanding her newly found gift and the journey she embarked upon is the subject of her nearly completed book. How much further do you have to go on that book, Kelly? <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm going to, I'm planning on finish it before the end of September. Okay, that's great. That's great. So to further enhance her ability to help others, she returned to graduate school and reserved her master's in psychology with an emphasis on marriage family therapy. So Kelly, I'm just delighted that you decided to join us tonight. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Answers. Oh, thank you so much, Sharon. I so appreciate this. I'm sorry to hear about what happened to your arm. That's quite an injury. It is quite an injury, but, you know, different people have said, oh, my God, you're suffering. And I go, no, that's optional. I am inconvenienced, (laughs) but I am, I come from it with such gratitude that I think in the dark ages or some other time period, I would have lost the use of my right hand. But because we have Titanic plates and everything else, I'm still going to be able to have a right hand that works. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that. Somebody thought this was fabulous and studied enough so that they could do a good job on my hand. What a great way to work, to think of that. You know, about three, no, about five years ago, 
no, six years ago, I was taking my licensing exam and two weeks before my licensing exam as a psychotherapist that I had studied for months and months for, I tripped and I fell and I broke my left arm and my right foot. Oh. And I'll tell you what it did right before my licensing exam. It really calmed. I had to get no choice. I had to get very calm. And all I could do was study because I couldn't move. I was in, I was really in bad shape. And my husband was who was a musician, was on tour. So I was literally home alone for two weeks with nothing to do but studying. And here's what happened. Who knew? If you study, you can pass. I passed with a 100%. And I passed so high that they asked me to write the questions, (laughs) which was really funny. Well, I think that's fabulous. Um, I am very fortunate when I called my son to say, okay, we have this one rule in our house. You're not allowed to do something that's going to cause the rest of us to worry. That's the only rule in the house. You know, when they were growing up or anything, I'd go, they'd go, can we go do blah, blah, blah? And I'd go, is that going to cause your mom to worry? (laughs) You know, if it's not, go have a good time. But if it's going to cause me to worry, you can't do it. So, so we always call before we get on an airplane. We call when we get off an airplane, you know, so that we don't worry. And so I called him and I said, I want you to know I broke my wrist, but I'm okay. You know, and I don't want you to worry. Well, the next day he was, he, he'd sent me a text. I'm arriving at 630. So, oh. it, yeah, so sweet. So he and his wife are out here and, and bless their hearts. And, and they were just home one week from their honeymoon. And I did this. And so, you know, I thought, oh, wow, newlyweds and bless their hearts. They come to take care of mom. (laughs) Oh, that's very sweet. Well, you know, there could be even a bigger reason that they're there. I mean, you know, you don't know nowadays these times that we're living in are very different and extremely challenging and, and fraught with all kinds of what I'll call surprises, you know. And it sounds like you had that. Well, what is it? My friends say that Uranus is doing something, and so that's all those surprises, and they're just going to keep coming. Yes. Yeah, Uranus is is retrograde. I actually just went direct. Yeah, it's a very, very challenging astrological time. We call this um, the battle of the gods. I mean, it's a very intense time astrologically. it's actually, I'm sorry, Uranus did go retrograde and it was, it's in Taurus and it went retrograde on August 15th and it stays until January 14th. And this really means a wake up call. It's really a wake up call to everybody to pay a lot of attention. Well, there's so many planetary alignments right now that are just so intense. Uh, we just had the other day on Monday, we on August 24th, we had Mars in its own house of Aries squaring off Saturn in its house of Capricorn, in its own house. And these two titans, when they are squaring off with Saturn currently in retrograde and Mars direct, it normally, it would last this kind of a square off, which would be so fierce, so fierce. It would normally last about three days, possibly. But because of these astrological alignments that we've never seen before, ever, in the history of the, of of any life, it it means that and it these uh, two planets that are squaring off will continue to square off by two to three degrees for about five months. So the energy is going to be very fierce. And on September 9th, we have Mars going retrograde, and then which is going to be very fierce when that goes retrograde in its own house for September. October, we're talking about a very intense time. And on September 29th, 
Saturn goes direct. So again, squaring off for a second time, like directly with Mars, then retrograde and Saturn direct. So very, very fierce climates this September. Well, frankly, until we get to next year, it's a fierce climate period. Well, isn't Mars the warrior planet? Yes, Mars is the planet of wars, war. It's hot-headed. It is a renegade. It does not do well with rules. And Saturn is just the opposite. Saturn is, you know, traditional. It's got boundaries. It's restrictive. It's slow. And it's government. And it's changes. I mean, it's not changes. It wants to keep things the way it is. Where Mars is like, no, it's in Aries. Which think, think um, you know, there's some child that's out of control. And then you've got that energy, that kind of angry energy behind Mars, and it's just fierce. And it's this can mean for everybody, take caution. You know, this is a great seriousness that can come about all of this energy that lasts for some time. I mean, weeks and months and months, frankly. Well, and it goes, it goes clearly through until about February. See, now, I was reading the Spanish newspapers from South America today because I happen to think I get better news from them than I get from our news. And that's just my own, you know, prejudice, I guess, because here I don't know who to believe. We get so many things that contradict each other. So they were saying in this, in this, you have to know Spanish, but if you're reading in the paper, they were saying that there is a buildup right now between China and Canada along our Canadian border, where Canada is saying it's okay for the Chinese troops to come in and get ready to go to war with us. Oh and I thought, OMG, are we hearing anything about that in our news? It wouldn't surprise me, because when we get to November, the planets are aligned into what I would call a civil war or some type of a war experience. That doesn't surprise me. I didn't hear any of that, and I don't speak Spanish, but wow, I, this, none of this is going to surprise me. What these planets mean is that whatever you can't imagine, you can't imagine that kind of energy that comes up for the next several months. I don't even know, frankly, if we are going to have an election. I, I think that it's going to be, if we do, uh, I'll be very surprised. And I don't think we'll figure out who is going to win one way or the other for for weeks after that. I think it's going to be that's going to cause a lot of issues, too. Um, It's just it's all by the time we get into October, Pluto goes direct and Pluto is the hidden. And when that goes direct in Capricorn, that's going to give us all what I'm going to call a test of faith. So could there be some sort of, um, you know, war like you're saying? It could be. I mean, I wouldn't surprise me. In a sense, it wouldn't surprise me. It's because it's such everything is so um, intense during all of this period of time. And then we've got Mercury going retrograde. You know, let's talk about that. Normal people know about Mercury. Mercury is the fastest moving planet, and when and it rules um, it, uh, communication, and on, it goes retrograde on October thirteenth until November third, and that's going to be in Scorpio and in Libra. That means that there will be problems with this election and it's during that period of time so could this be a war a time where war can come in you betcha you bet that's very interesting what you said maybe would surprise me you know i started when i travel a lot overseas i learned to start reading other people's newspapers and i have always been amazed like when i was in turkey for a month and 
they turned over at the time I was there, they turned over one of the airports that I was supposed to fly into. And they said, no civilians can fly in because we're turning over our civilian airport to the U.S. military. And that's where we were going to start the war going into Iraq during Bush's time. And I had gone by a church earlier in Istanbul, you know, a couple of days earlier. And there were these people that were out there with placards, like maybe 30 people in front of this church. And I asked my translator, I said, what are those placards say? What are they, you know, writing against? And they said, oh, they've been there like for three years. They don't like the new government that the church is doing. And and they everybody ignores them. And we walk right past them. They said they're all peaceful and it's not a big deal. It's just, you know, an internal church thing. And so anyway, and then our flights got changed because we couldn't get to that area of Turkey. So the plans got changed. So I went to our newspapers online and said, I wonder how the U.S. is reporting this. And the U.S. paper said, that Turkey was so against us going into Iraq that all these people were out protesting and they showed those protesters. And I thought those protesters had nothing to do with this. And they turned over an entire civilian airport. If that's not support, I don't know what is. And I can give you five distinct times when where I was overseas, what I saw and what was happening was so underreported or differently reported in our news even to the effect when I was giving a talk in New York City and we were going on the subway to where I was supposed to go and it stopped and we all had to go to the surface, which made me nervous because I thought I only know how to get to where I'm going on the subways. <laughs> you right. know, I don't know the ground level. And we got up and there were all these people with protests saying that the lying king has come to see the lion king. And that's right after the Monica Lewinsky thing and the Clintons were in town. And there were all these placards about this Lion King coming to see the Lion King. And so anyway, I went and gave my talk. And when I came back, I couldn't wait to turn on the news and said, how are they going to report this? And the news, all the news channels said, look, New Yorkers came out in droves to support Clinton. And if they can forgive Clinton, only showing the back of the signs, if they can support Clinton, then all of us should forgive him. And that has happened so often that I learned not to trust our news. And I that's why imagine. I read foreign papers. <laughs> yeah, I can, no, I can understand that. That makes a lot of sense, given your experience. You're right. Right. Well, and you just go in and find out because you can get answers from the other side and, and everywhere else. And if you would like to ask Kelly a question, remember our call-in number is 888-627-6008, 888-627-6008. Kelly, what I would like to know first, okay, is when you go to hear somebody that's from the other side, how can you tell if that person, I think they're all alive, they just, some have physical bodies and some don't, but how can you tell if it's somebody that still has a physical body or doesn't have a physical body? So are you, so you're asking me as a medium, Correct. how, how do I discern between somebody who's passed and somebody who's present correct okay well it's a discernment so if i'm doing a reading for somebody i'll get you know a name i'll get a a feeling i'll get an energy i'll have a vision i'll have a picture something will happen it every every reading is different and um i it's just a knowing uh, it's just a knowing this person has passed i'll get chills my body uh, i'll feel it in my body and i'll say no this person has passed um and often sometimes i can see them with my 
Uh, third eye, sometimes it's I, I'm clairaudient, so I can hear, and I'm clairvoyant, so I can see, and I'm clairsentient, so I can feel. And it's a combination of all of that. And I've been doing this. I had my accident. I had a traumatic brain injury in uh, August of of 2000. So it's been 20 years. And as a result of that, I've had to learn discernment. And so that's how I can tell. It's just been through a lot of practice. Okay. So let's say somebody's reincarnated. Like Mm -hmm. they can always tell when the Dalai Lama comes back in. Okay. Let's say they feel it and this person's reincarnated. Is part of them still on the other side so that only a portion of them comes in? Or how does that work? Well, so people don't re- reincarnate that quickly. I mean, it, usually it's there's many, many years between lives. And so we always, our higher self is on the other side. So our higher, so this is just a small portion of our soul that comes into this dimension to have um, an experience. It's a small piece of it. Our higher self, often when we sit in meditation or if we are needing, you know how all of a sudden you're like needing advice or you're needing some sort of inspiration and then you'll hear something or you'll get an idea. That's often from our higher self, frankly, that comes in because our higher self is on the other side um, watching us have this experience here. So that's how that works. Okay, so I've got one more question. Daria, hold on. We're going to get you in here. I have one more question for Kelly first, and I'll start taking the calls. And again, if you would like to ask Kelly a question, it's 888-627-6008. And remember that when the lines fill up, the minute somebody we're saying goodbye to, you can call right in and grab that line for yourself. So, Kelly, you were saying that there's there's more years in between. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there like an average, do you think that people hang out 25 years or 125 years? Do you think there's an average number of years in between or does it really just vary by the person? I think that's such a great question. It really does vary by what the soul needs to experience. And so if a soul w- needed to come back sooner than later, because that soul had to have to meet with certain people that were going to line up and it had to work out a certain way that soul could come in a little earlier. What my experience has been that families, soul groups come in families or families come in soul groups. And these groups um, often, you know, one will go in front and then another one will show up later. Having said that, it's, I'm going to say it's several years and it's every, every one is individual, but it's been my experience that most are, a good, a good long time, 25, 30, 50 years, 100 years. It all depends. And, and I'm also, here's another thing. We don't always incarnate back to this dimension. There are other dimensions that we can um, incarnate to. We come to this earth school because this is a school where we learn the most. And this d- period of time that we're in, this 2020 time, all of us who are here wanted to be here during this time because we call this the time of great transition. We're going to see things that we've never imagined before that we could. So our souls will grow seven times faster during this period of time. We're going to learn and grow from from everything that's going on during this period of time. So I don't think that people um, come back as soon as it's – I think in some traditions, as soon as you pass away, you come right back. It's just not how it works. I love the fact that you said seven times as much simply because when I'm reading a name, 
there are seven goals, seven reasons that everybody's come. There's seven things that they would like to learn that show up in a name where in most lifetimes, when you look in the past, like in historical names and everything, it was one, maybe two. And I thought this is a great time of transition because all the names now are carrying seven reasons to be here. So I love well, the fact that you said seven times as fast. Well, and it's interesting. It's interesting too because on top of that, what I'm noticing when I do readings is people. It has all. Everybody comes in with always at minimum one spirit guide. That and a spirit guide is somebody who a soul that knows our our uh, path, knows why we are incarnated knows why we're what we're supposed to be doing here kind of helps us pretty much keep us on our path and what i notice now is when i work with people they have often two three four guides now and i thought and this started about six months ago about the beginning of the year what eight months ago i thought what's going on here and that should have been an indication to me that something very different was happening I couldn't just say when I, people would say, what's my, who's my soul, uh, you know, my spirit guide. Then I'd look, I said, oh my God, that's so bizarre. There's several here. So I think it's because the veil is thin now and we, each of us need require more help uh, to navigate this, the next few months that are going to be very intense. Yeah, it's going to be interesting these next few months for sure. Daria, thank you so much for your patience. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Answers. Hello. Hi, Daria. Do you have a question for Kelly? My name's Darla, and I do have a question. Oh, sorry. I was, I was wondering if she picked up on any spirit guides for me, but I wanted to tell her I had several head injuries, but I don't have her discernment, and I'd love to have that. Oh, bless yeah. your heart. Darla, what's your birth date? 328. Do you need the year? Uh, yeah, that would be helpful. Uh, Nineteen forty-three. This oh, is wow. Darla from North Carolina. So I was told uh-huh. wrong on my little thingy over here. I got gotcha. you. I'm glad you called in, Darla. I've, well, I've and been Darla, for your you, arm. Thank you. Oh, bless your heart, mm-hmm. Darla. You come in. You're what we call an eight of clubs. An eight of clubs is somebody that has a brain that uh, works. Overload all the time, and to have a head injury that would tells me that it would have tried to slow you down a little bit. Um, but anxiety plays a big part in this. But the other thing is, knowledge is going to be very important to you in this lifetime. And as far as guides, I see three actually, I see four guides around you, and one of them would have been. And this is another weird thing, this has never been the case. That I, since I've been doing this for 20 years, I've never seen this as the case. But you, one guide is your mother, one guide is your father, and no, normally I don't say that. It's it's not normally the case, but in this case, family seems to want to be close to you, and um, and it could be as a result of the, the head injuries that you needed a little more. But you also have two other guides, so I'm going to tell you you have four guides around you, and how the best way to connect with your spirit guides. Well, your parents you can connect with at any time. But one of the best ways to connect is before you go to bed, and anybody can do this, before you go to sleep, ask the guides their names. Ask them to come to you. Uh, sometimes um, they'll come to you in a dream. Sometimes they'll come to you. All of a sudden you'll hear this name, you know, Tom, Joe, you know, whatever. And you'll be like, whoa, um, it's kind of shocking. But they will come through. And you have, so you have two regular guides and then you have two more which i'm going to say mom and dad 
there. Yay. Do they have anything? Do they have anything they need to say to me? Uh, Darla, did you lose a brother? Uh, no, I lost a sister. Hmm. I don't know why and I kept a hearing a brother. And a oh, okay, yeah. maybe it's it's the male grandson then. Um, oh, so it's no wonder you must be very worried. I, I want to say that they're all together here. Okay. I want to tell Good. you that they're all together. So you don't, I, maybe that's why you, you've got your parents there too, because of all this loss. Um, I want to say that there is a, gosh, this, your sister, your sister is telling, asking, almost asking for forgiveness and a lot of love with you. So was there an issue between you and your sister? Was there some sort of issue there? Not that I know of. She was my baby sister, about 10 years younger. Uh, not that I know of. Okay. Um, well, there's all kinds of... You've got a lot of family there, too. It's not just her. You've got a lot of family. So I wanna, I'm want i going to leave you with this, Darla, that there's she wants there, there's a lot of love and thank youness here between, between her, but also with your grandson, too. Um, he wants to send you a lot of love. He's going to give you a lot of love there around there. I know you must have taken this one tough. You would have taken all of it tough. You, I think this is why you have so many guides from the loss. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if it was because I had a sun in Aries and a moon in Capricorn after hearing you talk yeah. about earlier. Well, it could, yeah, no, it's not. It's, you know, it's just their time to transition. That's all. And we all go when it's our time. We do. And we all go you know. when it's our time. And thanks sometimes for, it doesn't feel like it's long enough. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Darla. Thank Angela, appreciate you your patience. Angela, yeah, you're now I, on air with us from Austin, hello, can you Texas. Hear me? Yes. Hi. Hi there. Oh, I didn't feel like I was being patient. I was enjoying the conversation too much. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, hi, Angela. How can we help you? Hi. Well, speaking of transition, um, I was thinking of selling my house in two weeks. I've been here for 25 years, but I don't know where I'm going. And my best friend's here and my partner's here. And I was thinking actually of Eastern Tennessee, going to look at Knoxville. But I'm wondering these intense times, because that could it be intense to get me to move or intense? Maybe I should just keep trying to look for work. Well, uh, Angela, what's your birth date? Uh, 9-4-61. Okay, so that's a very powerful date, actually. That's very powerful. You know what? You'd be okay to sell your house. You'd be okay. I know that a house for you is very important, and stability is very important. But actually, and even though you know Mars is going retrograde and it's going to be intense, there will be times during this period where people are going to want to sell and move and make a big change. So change is pretty normal here during this time so if you wanted to sell it you'll do just fine with that okay and also if you're looking for a new job and a new everything this is a time to make great changes in your life you'll look back at this and say wow i moved i got a new job i changed my whole life during this period of time you'll do well with it yeah i know it's a lot it's a lot for everybody everybody's going to be making those big ticket changes i really feel okay yeah 
Yeah, when was- you're moving from Austin to Knoxville, Angela, could you talk my son into doing the same thing so he'd be closer to me? <laughs> he lives in Austin also. <laughs> sure. Well, we're in a heat wave right now. This would be a good time to try to convince him. <laughs> yeah, except for that he's already be- out here with me. <laughs> just oh. helping for two weeks. Yeah, but I just tease well, because, uh, you know, anyway, it's... It looks like when I'm doing the names of those places against your name that you would do very well in Knoxville, by the way. Oh, thank you for that. I'm actually going to change my name, too. I really am really looking, I guess, to initiate huge things. I'm really scared about my partner situation, changing that up a bit, and my best friend here. That's that's uh, And my trees. I love my forest. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, it sounds yeah. to me like it would be a great time for you to get a full reading. You can call Kelly. Yeah, Kelly, every, yeah well. To find Kelly and get a full reading, all you have to do is go to her website. It's Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-E, white, W-H-I-T-E.com, and that way you could get a full reading. And what I love is in Kelly's name, you see the double E, the K-E-L-L-E-E. That double E mm-hmm. says she was born with intuition that's very, very high and a sensitivity towards spirit. So she's actually got it in her name that she would be doing this later on. Isn't that interesting? Um, and my dad's name was Lee, L-E-E. And I, that's how they named me, Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-E. So thank you for this. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's it's, it's right there. Okay, Angela, good luck with thank your you. move. Timing is good. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Glenn from San Diego. Oh, I love this. I have all these connections to these cities. I grew up in San Diego. So when? Welcome to Know yes. the Name, Know the Answers. What question would you like to ask Kelly? Kelly, um, you know, I've got this new challenge in my life. You know, I'm I'm at the age, you know, I'm 72 years old, and I have a new challenge, a two-and-a-half-year-old great-grandson who I'm about to adopt. And um, wow. I just want to know if you can see anything positive. If, you know, my guides are guiding me to this. Oh, or, I got chills you know, here. This is a special baby. This is a special baby. Yeah. What what is your birth date? My birth date nine two four forty eight. Oh, September twenty fourth. Oh my gosh! Yes. Bless your heart. You came in to be a parent. <laughs> Even at seventy-two, you came. You were born. You're a king of hearts. You're a female with a male brain that comes in to be the male parent. You come in as a role as a parent. Oh my gosh! I'm going to say this. He's a blessing, and there's something so important about this connection. It keeps you alive longer. It gives you this giant purpose. It wakes you up on every level. What is his birth date? His birthday is March 22, 18. Oh, boy. So you're going to teach him complete love. You've, you will recognize this one. This one has been around the block before with you. This is not, I mean, I know he's only two and a half, but I really feel that you know this soul from before. And this one oh. is going to be, uh, I want to say the love, rock star love of your life. Oh, boy. He'll keep you nice. busy. He'll keep you young and busy and energetic. He's got a lot of energy. But he comes to this planet, to this dimension, to do big work here. So this is why you were chosen. This is why you chose your life path, actually, for this one. 
Isn't it funny? Sometimes we don't know our real peri- our yeah. real reason until later. And you might think, oh, I'm 72. And I'm, nope, nope, nope. This is not a, a planet where we come to yeah. rest. <laughs> it's a planet where we come to work and evolve. I and just, you're still evolving. I just, yeah, that's, uh, that's really, when I just felt that when everything was happening that I had to step up. There was no ifs and buts about it. Even at my age, I was kind of scared and I knew it would be a big challenge. But it was something I felt that I had to do, you know. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm hoping that when the adoption do go through, my I'm really hoping my plans of moving him back home with me to Hawaii. I'm really hoping that that'll work out for us because it's kind of a scary challenge, you know. But um, I think it will work out for you. Uh, start talking to your guides. You have high-powered guides. They'll give you all kinds of love and wisdom here during this all of this time because you're bringing in and caregiving uh, for another soul. And listen, I love people that, that, um, uh, you know, rescue animals. That's a huge deal to rescue an animal, but to rescue a human is, it's, it, it puts you in the angel category, puts you up there in another category. And this one is going to be the light of your life. You really going to be the light of your life. You wait and well, see. Well, Gwen, I'm excited mm, okay. for you. Because really a challenge right in. now. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for calling in. I'm glad that she was able Thank to give you. you great news and 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 qual any doubts that you might have had. Thank you. Thank you Raina. so much, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. Raina, you are next. Thank you for your patience. What's your question for Kelly? Hi. Hi, guys. Um, yeah, so I... My question is about a loved one that passed, which is my great-grandmother. Um, I've seen a couple of different psychics, and they had told me my grandmother was around me. But I've just been feeling like touches on my back or seeing shadows. So just wanted to confirm this. Yeah, she's not only around you, but the, she, when you see her, you this one you will see. The sign for her is are butterflies. For, for some reason, it's butterflies. And this is the one that is going to send you messages of butterflies. And it's more than that. She's talking about a transformation for you. So you must be going through some life change right now yourself because she's going, she is around and she's around because she is one of your guides, but she's also there to, I want to say, did you protect her in the end or was she, because there's a big protection piece here. Um, no, she, she protected me. I don't know what it is about me not letting go, but this is years ago when she passed when I was like 15, 15, it's you just, you know, there's a a great connection there. This is there. Some people, some great grandparents and some grandparents we just deeply connect to. And this is one of them. Oh, she's definitely around again. I would check it. Look, in fact, for fun, Google um, butterfly totem because this is one of her big things here with you. This is how you'll recognize her. And also, I'm getting the color purple. I have no idea why around her. Okay. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Great. Thanks, Raina. Thanks for calling in. So I have a question. Uh huh. Let's say that a grandparent and a grandchild have the same card. Let, let's just say Queen of Hearts. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that they have a special connection if they have the same card, or how does that work? It means that they could ha- could absolutely have a special connection 
and additionally it all depends on if there's a queen of hearts that would be in november there's a queen of hearts that would be in august there's a queen of you know it all depends on the astrological component that goes with that so there could be some differences but they would have a similar love for each other there'd be a similar um kind of understanding or a knowing of that person. And so when we choose our birth dates on the other side, we choose with uh, each birth date has a special meaning to it. So each one, when I do a reading, I love, love to know the birth dates because it immediately tells me why somebody incarnated. What did that soul come to learn? So in a family group, if we have a grandmother and a grandson with the same life lesson they would have to be close yes they'd have to be close Great okay question. so if they have the same card that means that they come in basically with the same life lesson is what you're saying yes yeah same life lesson yeah okay great julie it is your turn julie from florida thank you for your patience what's your question for kelly oh hello is this me um uh uh, yeah, it's your turn. I was so nervous. I'm nervous. The professor, um, the professor, uh, the producer thought that um, that I, my name was Julie, but that's my birth name. So he's so psychic and so talented. But when I get very nervous, I start speaking another language. So it's um, and I'm very nervous now. And okay, I'm very so it's grateful Elena. that you're. Yes, it's, right. so it's a line. Yes, ma'am. And okay, so I send you my feeling. I send you much healing, um, Professor Sharon and Dr. Kelly. You are so gifted. I would love to have a private reading, but what I and I don't have that funds right now. But I'm very grateful for your guidance and help. So, um, so what's your I'm having a hard time finding my niche to support myself. I was born March 13, 1959, in New Orleans, Louisiana, and oh, um, that's and that has been very difficult. My family, yeah. I don't want the blessings to them, but they do not accept me, and that's mm. a part of my journey. And so I don't really know why I'm here because I don't really fit in with the paradigm, and it's been very difficult for me. I bet it has been. Um, well, you come in, you're very, very intuitive, you're very psychic, and you can certainly work as a healer. I think that you've had to get a lot of trauma, and I think, um, one of the things that I would really work on is helping to work yourself, work through your traumas. This um, birth placement does come in with trauma. On the other side of it, it comes in with great blessings. And I've seen the most miraculous healers that are come with this one. And I've also seen the greatest therapist come with this one. And you probably in this family that you were born into um, decided to be the one that is different. Often the one that's different comes to wake the family up. And so uh, it sounds like this may have been the case there. And, you know, in New Orleans, there's a lot of psychics in New Orleans, too. A lot of psychic people there. Are, you must be very psychic. I, really, I would think very intuitive. Does that resonate with you, in the intuitiveness? Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, Dr. Kelly, you're so kind. It brought me a lot of trouble. You're right. And, um, that house still stands in New Orleans. It's gone through all the hurricanes. I used to see all the spirits, but I got beaten a lot. And so, um, Yeah, that would be trauma, uh, yeah. Yes, and you know, so, um, yes. I would say this, honey. I would say work on your trauma. There's a great site. Um, there's a great therapy called Somatic Experience. Uh, trauma. I think I think or, yes, ma'am. Yes. It would be a, a great thing for you to look into. Somatic Experience Therapy. Somatic means of the body because I know that there's a lot of trauma that's stuck here. 
the on the I would start with some of that if you can do that because I think this is what you need for healing actually. Okay, good luck on your journey. You're going to be okay. Believe it or not, you've got a lot of blessings in this one. Oh, I think you're going to help a lot of people. There you go, Elena. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Your time to shine will come. Your time to shine will come. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. you. Amy, it is your turn. Amy, welcome to Melanie Youth Answers. Thank you. This is a lovely show. I'm enjoying it. I would like to understand why did I, why did my soul choose to reincarnate this time? What, what am I, what's my soul (laughs) here to do? Okay, Amy, what's, Amy, what's your birthday? Uh, August 5th, 1962. Well, August 5th is an eight of diamonds. Now, eight of diamonds is very powerful. Um, very powerful. You said August 5th, right? Just want to make sure. August 5th, uh uh-huh. Yeah, very powerful. I bet you have a beautiful smile. They come in with radiant smiles. And it's often what happens is in this birth placement, they get agitated because life didn't go the way they wanted it to go. And you actually have come to learn about value. This is what's important in this lifetime is to learn everything you can about value. What do you value? What is good for you? I would say a spiritual road for you is necessary in this lifetime because it's the most important thing that, that a, a value that there would be. It's almost like getting through out of the mundane world and getting into the spiritual world. This, you also, it would be like you to... It's almost like you have to watch the way you were and, and kind of grow into this another spiritual being here. That's what the lesson is in this one. That's what the lesson is. And I know you would have had trouble in relationships. I know relationships would have been tough because you do come in with a great deal of power. I say get in touch with your power, but do it through the heart. Do it through the heart. Okay? Okay. Thank you. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much. Okay. You bet. Thanks. Thanks, Amy. Thanks. Now, Parisa and Pauline, hold on. I've just got a question first, and then you'll get your turns. Hold on. Okay. So, Kelly, yes. I know that you do seminars, and you've got your own radio show. Mm-hmm. And tell us about your radio show, and then tell us about these bad dads and bad siblings seminars that are coming up. <laughs> oh, my God. First of all, you were on our show a couple of two, three months ago, I think it was. We have a show, Dr. Shirley and Pelizzari and I uh, Dr. Shirley is a psychologist, and I'm a medium and a psychotherapist. So, unfortunately, I'm not a doctor, um, as she was saying. Uh, I'm, a, but I am a licensed psychotherapist, and I have a master's degree. And Shirley and I have a show called Both Sides Now TV. You can find it on Facebook Live, and you can find it on YouTube Live. And we do it Monday nights at um, 8 p.m. Central Time, uh, 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. And it's a show about, we take every subject from spiritual to psychology and we view it in both arenas. I'll talk about a subject, whether it's anxiety, depression, um, a narcissistic father, or whatever it happens to be from a spiritual standpoint and from a uh, psychological standpoint. We often work with trauma. We have a lot of shows based on trauma, and we've been on the air for five years now. 
And on Thursdays, I do my own show, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central Time. And I they're called Ask Me Anything. So anybody can call and I'll you know, we'll give them all the information that they need. So I like to help people that way. And Shirley and I do seminars. We did last Saturday, we did a show called Bad Moms. <laughs> and you can still, it's still for purchase on our site at bothsidesnowtv.com. And it, it was a two-and-a-half-hour seminar. And at the very end of the seminar, James Van Prague, who's my dearest, dearest friend and a very well-known medium, he does he comes on and he does a healing meditation uh, for forgiveness. So what happened during the seminar is there were women and people that were giving their stories of their mothers and their experiences. And some people recognized that they had some of the traits that their mothers had had. And when you don't have a mother that is protecting you or is supportive or is demeaning and mean and hostile and angry and raging, it does play out in your psyche. It actually does. And having said that, it was so popular that we're now doing on October 3rd, Bad Dads, because fathers play a very important role also in our psyche. And did you know that actually when a woman is pregnant, the father, if the father's in a bad state of mind or doesn't want the baby or any of that, that that actual feeling goes through into the fetus, into the soul that's coming in. So uh, I talk about all of this from a spiritual standpoint of why the soul is incarnating anyway. Surely we'll talk about it from a psychological standpoint. And then on November uh, 7th, I think it is, it's that yes, Saturday, it is. Uh, we're doing bad siblings. And we're, because siblings are important, birth order is important. Uh, the siblings, some siblings are just bad seeds. Some are are fabulous. I'm always stunned when somebody tells me they have a great sister. I'm like, whoa, really? Because that really was not my experience. And um, so anyway, we're going to have that. Somebody suggested today, excuse me, and asked me if we would do um, bad husbands. <laughs> <laughs> then we'd have to do bad wives. You know, then we. I mean, this yeah, is a, has a whole life to it. <laughs> But anyway, thanks for asking. Yeah, it's it's something to do these. So, Kelly, can they find out more on your website? Oh, yes. Go to kellywhite.com, K-E-L-L-E-E-W-H-I-T-E.com. And also to go to Both Sides Now TV. You have to put the TV in there, .com. And you'll find all about our show and our – you could look at – we've got – Again, we've did shows. We've done shows for five years, so you'll see all kinds of shows of really, really interesting uh, different people um, on our shows, and it's been a great experience for all of us to do this. Now, if you don't have something to write it down with right away, you know, guys, that you can go to knowthename.com, go to the schedule page, go to the 27th of August, and all of that is all written down there so that you get all the correct spellings and you can just click on links. Okay, so um, I want to squeeze two more people in, and then I have another question for you before we run out of time, so we're going to do this fairly quickly. Parisa, you are on air. What's your question for Kelly, please? Hi, Kelly. Thank you for taking my call. Um, It's interesting. My question actually is uh, related to uh, my relationship with my family. (laughs) Um, Beginning of uh, 2020, um, they started um, actually uh, like uh, turning their back to me, and uh, they cut their relationship. Started with uh, two of my sisters, 
and then they manipulated the rest of the family. So it's been several months. Um, they haven't talked to me. And it really uh, breaks my heart. Um, oh, my gosh. And I wanted to see what is happening, if this is like a past life issue, and what is going on, and w- well, what should I do? Well, first of all, what is your birth date? Uh, my birthday is one twenty one seventy four. Oh, you poor thing. So you come in with having to have balance and peace and harmony and if to feel abandonment for you would be everything and so now you've been abandoned i mean that that's a tough one and i don't know i mean this is a whole this is a session that we should have because i'm not sure why they took that path i'm not sure if there is personality disorders with the other sisters that would exclude you um that's often a possibility and if people don't know about personality disorders they need to because there's a personality mm-hmm. disorder called a borderline personality disorder, and um, it's pretty radical. Mm-hmm. And a narcissist. I mean, there's a bunch of different ones out there that you can look up. And I'm sorry you're going right. through this, but your worst nightmare would be to be um, abandoned. And um, I would say yeah. this, you know, start studying everything you can about personality disorders and really think about, you know, sometimes in families, sometimes in families they just end up breaking up because of um, personality disorders. And mm-hmm. you have to look at your role in it uh, to see how you, what you've managed to do or if you did anything. And if you've done nothing, then it could simply be mm-hmm. that they're personality disorders. I mean, families are complicated, right? So this is yeah, a complicated exactly. question. I would say, you know, learn everything you can about, about personality disorders. I suspect that's something there. Okay. Um, Sorry about really your situation. My family members, or um, you know, because uh, my family was my first priority, and I have done so much sacrifice for them, and I had so much love and caring, and receiving this in return was so uh, so painful. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I don't it's know. <laughs> If this is karma or... Well, I mean, it could be. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You have to look at your role into it, you know. Um, I would Mm -hmm. probably... This is something that... This is like a real therapy question. And it's something that Mm -hmm. you could definitely find a good therapist to go through you to see what role you had in this. But I do know one thing. This would be extremely Uh painful for you. Um, Some people could handle it. And this would be a tough one for you. So let me recommend... Uh, Carisha, that you go on to Kelly's website, kellywhite.com, and just sign up for a session. And that way she can go into great depths with it and give you the whole history, the background, the your role, the what you came to learn from it, how you came to solve it, all that other good stuff within an hour. Okay? Okay. (laughs) Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. And our last caller tonight is Pauline. I want to get you in really quickly, Pauline, really quickly. What is your question for Kelly? Pauline from New York. I have two grandchildren, but one of them I don't really know that well, so I'll ask about that one grandchild. April 9th, and I'm December 19th. Okay, so the grandchild, that is April 9th. So, he must be very talented. That one comes in, actually, it's so funny, when they get older, that one would be very musical, very talented. Some of the, he, he has a female brain in there. 
Um, some it's of the ones she, that I the girl. It's a girl. Oh, oh, okay. Then she's a real female in there. Okay. Um, this one would come in with very talented, would love, probably rescues animals, probably is, is very, will be very philanthropic as she gets older, uh, will want to help. They make very good therapists, actually. They've gone, they will have gone through a lot in this lifetime. Is there a reason you don't speak to her or you don't get to talk to oh, her? Oh, because you know, she was born and then my son had a sabbatical and he left to go to California and they just got back and now they COVID, we couldn't we couldn't see each other. So she's oh. only, she, I missed her first birthday. So she's like a, a year and a half now, and I hardly saw her maybe oh. once or twice. Oh, oh, I understand. You know, I have grandchildren too, and I finally got to see my grandchildren um, for the first time in months and months and months. Just recently, it did all the world of good. But I thought to myself, gosh, I sure hope that they can remember and sustain who I am. You know, it's a this is a tough time right. we're going through. This one doesn't know me that well. The other one, I, she's four years old. She knows me, I, and I think we already well, get along. So I didn't want to ask about her. <laughs> you're not going to fall off. Don't don't. You're not going to fall off. I want to say this. You're December nineteenth. Is that right? Yep. So the reason this is important to you is you're a queen of hearts. You know how we were just talking about queen of hearts? <laughs> you really are a queen of hearts. Sorry about that. I was, oh. I came in my <laughs> well, let me tell I'll, you. I'll you, listen to the show again, in, I, but I do basically know that I was a queen of hearts, but I wasn't sure what it meant. But. Yeah, it means that you are here to be a mother of all mothers. Mothering is very important to you. Being loved as a mother, grandmother, mother, uh, coming in with love as a mother is is number one of why you incarnated actually. So I can oh, understand you really like want that. to know about it. Nobody recognizes that in me. Nobody. Yeah. Oh, well, it's there. It's underneath all of it. It's there. It's the most important thing. Can you just check? I just want to hear about okay. February 8th. What's her card number? And then I'll look it up myself. So, so Pauline, let me add two seconds in here, okay? Okay. And that is, you can always say from the part of me that knows how to do this to the part of my grandchild that knows how to receive this, I am sending you an incredible amount of love and blessings and everything and have conversations with her etherically so that when she oh, gets yeah. in your energy, she'll go, oh, I recognize that energy. I know this one. <laughs> exactly. You're right. 100%. You're right. I thought yeah. she knows me, but I don't know how she could know me. You're right. Maybe seriously. You it. just send that energy. Send that energy. Thanks Thank for calling you. in, Pauline. Well, we are right down to the wire. Kelly, I want to so thank you for joining us tonight. And again, everyone, you you can reach Kelly at kellywhite.com, K-E-L-L-E-E-W-H-I-T-E, kellywhite.com. Kelly would love to have you back on again with us. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. And it went so fast. Uh, It does go fast. And for everybody that's listening, thank you so much. Always my pleasure. Again, this is Sharon Wyeth, your host, and you can find me at knowthename.com. Have a blessed week, and we'll see you next Thursday. Thank you, and this is Sharon Wyeth signing off.